Welcome back to Kevin 27 World. It's yours, Kevin 27, aka Thanos, back with another fire episode. And today we have another episode of This Is Cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how we coming. Pause. You know what I'm saying? We is not playing. And this time we putting a little twist on it. We putting it with a timer. Yes. Because I know I get a little scatterbrained. I start talking about this, start talking about that. We're not doing that today. We are solely focused on these movies 10 minutes at a time. And we have three on the docket. Yes, we have the Equalizer 3. We have River Wild and we have Retribution. And then after that, you already know how we're going to get down. We're going to do a little topics. We got, I think, two trailers to talk about, maybe three. So jam-packed episode today. So make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on Twitter. Dropping clips. Make sure you are following on Instagram, Kevin27World. And on uh, Twitter or X, Instagram, all that, Kevin27World. Now let's hop into the show. The Equalizer 3 is set in Italy where Robert McCall tries to find peace after a mission in Sicily, a mission that went horribly wrong, I might add. McCall settles in a welcoming community in the fictional town of Atamante, which is located on the coast near Naples. However, he discovers that his new friends are under the control of the Camorra and must fight the mafia to protect them. The Equalizer 3 was filmed on the Amalfi Coast in southern Italy, and in Rome and Naples. It stars Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning, David Denman, Sonia Amar, and Romeo Jerome, or Remo Jerome. I mean, look, I'm going to keep it real. It was a cool movie. Matter of fact, this movie might be the definition of mid. I'm not even going to hold you, bro. Like, I'm going to keep it real. Oh, matter of fact, let's set the timer. 10 minutes. Let's go. 10 minutes we on the clock okay this movie was good it did not hold back on the gruesomeness but i had a lot of problems with this movie starting off with the beginning so we get this in the trailer footage where my man's is sitting down and he's looking cool looking very good especially for denzel in his age and he's like all right you got nine seconds so I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do this. And then he do the whole equalizer thing. Cool. I'm not mad at it. What I don't like is a person that is this skilled getting finessed by a kid. You can see it a mile away. So the guy pulls up in the truck. He's like, he told his nephew, hey, man, stay here. Hey, and pour up that expensive because we about to get offensive. OK, light up that exotic if you got it. So he tells his nephew, hey, man, you stay here. I'm going to go check it out. Nep- he go check it out. Obviously. Everyone ends up getting murdered by Robert McCall, a.k.a. Roberto, okay? This happens, and you see it coming. I mean, if you've seen... Now, I did, like, in the first Equalizer, the last fight seemed like it was a bit of a challenge. This movie, I guess he's so good, the only person who can trick him or get him as a kid, because it was so predictable After he walks out, after killing about 10 guys, gruesomely, brutally murdering 10 guys, he looks at the kid that's in the car that pulled up with the uncle, and he was like, stay here, get back in the truck, just stay here. My instant thoughts, yo, go check the kid for weapons. He's a kid, but if you're looking around, these is his people. They are dead. Go check the kid. Denzel. A.K.A. Robert McCall, A.K.A. Roberto, 
He says, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to check the kid. Walks away. Turns his back on a child. No. So what happens? The child up the blick and shot him in the back. Mine's Denzel shooting around looking stupid. Oh, damn. It was the kid. He shot me. Duh. Stupid. Like, you didn't think that was going to happen? That was way too predictable. I hated that just to start the movie off. Okay? So now we in the fictional town of Altamonte. And, yo, he's getting fixed up by this guy. It kind of gave me um uh payback by Mel Gibson vibes. You know, you don't go to the hospital because you're of this ilk. And uh, also the guy said, yo, he would have died if he went to the hospital. So cool, convenience. So this guy, he's taking care of him, super nice. Everything is cool. And um, this is peaceful. He's in this town, it's very peaceful. Altamonte, I mean, what they say? This town was created for peace and all of this stuff. And um, then we are introduced to the big bads. And uh, I'm not going to lie, this whole sequence is where the movie gets boring. Like when I say boring, I mean boring. It's not really action. It's kind of um we get to see bullying. And bullying is never fun, but I mean we know these bullies will get their come up in. So what are these mafia men doing? They're going around, they're taking people shit, shaking them down like it's the 1950s. Yo, Give me percentages, and when I come back next week, the percentage not right. I'm killing you. That's what he did. He 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 walked up to the guy, the the butcher shop guy, beat him up, spit in his face, punched him in the stomach, smashed his face into a block of ice, like going crazy. And I thought it was cool, but very predictable. I thought for the third film, we would have had a little more, um, I think, a little more high stakes action. And a little more high stakes for the plot, at least for me. I'm thinking third film. I'm thinking uh, now John Wick 4 obviously was fourth. But you see in that third film, they set it up for high film stakes. So when you look at this and it says the equalizer, the last chapter, the final chapter, you're thinking the stakes are going to be high. The stakes never really felt high to me. I'm sorry, the stakes, they just weren't there. So that part of the movie just dragged to me. It dragged. Now, I get it. This is Denzel in his latter years. He's not really, I mean, once you become an OG actor, you want to do that uh, that whole, yeah, I'm old, but I'm still uh, equipped to take on these young guys and take them out type of role. Denzel has found himself in this role quite often lately, but I'm not mad at it. I really like the first Equalizer. I was a little in eh, on the second one, and this one a little mid to me, I'm not going to lie. Now, they do pull off the gruesomeness very well. A lot of crazy explosions, unexpected explosions. And these explosions, bro, they matter in the movie theater. I don't think these type of explosions, like when old girl was walking up to the car, boom, big explosions. Should have said spoiler alert, by the way, but who cares? You already know if you're watching the review, it's a spoiler. Okay. When she's walking up, it was cool. But when you that explosion hits, boom. You need to be in the theater for that because I felt 
Everyone in my aisle, we all like, oh, shit, I didn't expect that. So, yes, go to the movies and watch movies, bro. Like, don't bootleg at home. Don't stream it at home. You have to watch it in the movie theater to get the full experience. Now, um, I thought that was cool. But we get to this part. So once I believe Denzel's character, Roberto, he actually sees what's going on with the mafia. He don't like bullies. And, yo, he did what he always did. He pulled up on him. He told old boy, hey, what type of watch you got on? That a Timex? Grabbed his wrist. Was like, dude was like, ah, ah, ah. He's like, yeah, this is a two. Okay, this pressure I'm putting on you, it's a two. Now, this is a three. And he was like, ah, like he was like, ah, like going crazy. He's like, this is a three. Now, if I go to a four, I'm going to break your wrist, all right? Now, you want to play dumb, you're going to get dumb prizes. And that's how he treated him. Unfortunately for him, which is the guy I'm talking about, he was like, oh, you think I'm a bitch? All right, you're going to let me go now. But I got you, homeboy. And what happened? Yo, my man, my man's Roberto got them before he they can get him. So before they can even plot and kill him, because they was like, yo, we're gonna kill him tomorrow. Yo, he murked all of them easily. Murked them all. Okay. And now the the leader, because you know, of course, you're not gonna get the, the the whole mafia out there in the first try. No, 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 no. So now that the guy knows, hey, man, you killed my brother, right? Because these they was like brothers. And I'm skimming fast this because we're doing a new thing. He's like, yo, you killed my brother. Now he went back to the town. He was like, yo, he shot a motherfucker's ear off. Fuck Mike Tyson biting it off. He shot it off. I thought was crazy. Shot old boy ear off. And he was like, yo, y'all want to keep playing games? Y'all ain't going to tell me you killed my brother? Of course, Roberto popped out like, yo, it was me. It was me. I did it. Take me. Just don't take me here in front of these people. I thought it was the craziest thing to ever say. Because, bro, I'm going to kill you right here in front of everyone so everyone know not to fuck with me and my squad. Okay? And that's exactly what old boy said. Unfortunately for old boy, he doesn't know the American Roberto got action. And he's like Liam Neeson or Nelson, whatever. How do you say his name? So I think this is where it really lost me. So after all of this, you would think, okay, my man's then got shot. He's still rehabbing. He's not going to be able to just take all of these guys down so easily, is he? That's exactly what he did. And I'm like, I can't lie, bro. I do not like seeing anyone play the game on rookie mode. And that's what roberto was doing and it makes for bad cinema you see a guy just going crazy like that killing everyone even though i did think it was funny because the mafia dude was selling like fentanyl pills the fake synthetic pills and yo he knocked him out after he killed all dudes bodyguards and probably stuck about 20 of them in his mouth made him od didn't even kill him like like, he made him OD. He was like, yo, six minutes, you're about to die. Your heart will stop, all right? So, I just, honestly, bro, the end, it just, it did not work for me. So, 
with that being said, I will say I'll give this movie a six out of ten on the Kevin 27 meter. Okay. So that was my 10 minutes. Yes, sir. That was my 10 minutes, my 10-minute rant about the Equalizer 3. Give it a 6 out of 10, okay? So what do you guys think about the Equalizer 3? Was my man's Denzel, was it too easy? Was Roberto, is it, Do you, how do you guys feel? Do you, because when I left, I did hear people saying, oh, this was a really good movie. So uh, a lot of people enjoyed it, it seems. Well, a couple people enjoyed it. Me personally, I don't, I want to see a little bit of a fight. I want to see my man's bleed a little bit. He did not bleed. So therefore six out of 10, uh, but still recommend it. Go see it. It was, it was good. Okay. So recommend it. Go see Equalizer 3 and I'll see you in the next video. And if you are on the podcast, we just going to keep it moving. Okay. So now we got Retribution on the docket. Let's get into it. So Retribution is a 2023 action thriller film starring Liam Neeson. The movie is about a bank executive who receives a bomb threat while driving his children to school. The caller tells him that his car will explode if he stops and gets out. The movie is rated R for some language and violence. Retribution is a remake of the 2015 Spanish film El Descansido. It was directed by Nimrod Antel and written by Chris Sanspar. So Retribution, I thought was a good film. It gets 52% on the tomato meter. No, 26% on the tomato meter, 66% on the audience score. Where do I fall in between? I'm right there in the 50th percentile. I think it should be like in the 50s. That's what Thanos feels like. Okay. Um, I liked it. I felt it kept me entertained. And you know how you get that, uh, like, you can kind of, you, you go on an adrenaline ride. That's kind of how I felt, no pun intended. But the adrenaline, I definitely felt. Now, my only problem with the movie is it was a little too predictable. And it could be because, it could be because I watch a lot of films. So I know a lot of film structure, this film structure, mm, like I could tell that the best friend was like the piece of shit from the beginning. Like soon as they got on the, on FaceTime together, I was like, the best friend's going to have something to do with it. Now they did hit you with a little misdirection when he pulled up with the, the kid and the guy who was talking with the kids and the guy who was on the phone. You know, he was like, oh, you got to kill your friend. You got to kill him. Dude was a real one. Liam Neeson character, he was a real one. He was like, I'm not killing my, that's my dog. That's my dog now. That's foe now. I'm not doing that. He didn't do it. You got to give him credit. Pour up that exotic, man. Light up that exotic. Pour up that expensive. We about to get offensive. So I really liked it for the uh, suspense part of it especially when he pulled up on one of his colleagues. And honestly, this was a part that really made me mad. So this, it was a part in the movie where one of his colleagues is like, yo, what did you do? He telling Liam Neeson's character, yo, what did you do? He telling us we can't get up out the car, blah, 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 this and that. And uh, it really ticked me off the girl he was with. If someone is telling you there's a bomb 
And if you get up, this bomb will explode. You're going to sit there and try and get up multiple times? How much sense does that make? I did not understand it. I hated it. It just, and then she got up, of course. The police come over here. He's like, yo, what's going on? Everything cool? Bro, you know it's not cool. That's why you came over here and said something. You're looking at the lady. She like, yo, I want to get up out of here. She tried to get up. Boom, kill three people. I just felt like that was dumb. People are a little too scary for that. I think in real life, she would have set her ass down. So I really hated that. I really hated that. I'm not cool with that. I don't respect it. Um, I do feel like you could kind of see that it was the guy from around the corner. Now, one thing I did not like about the movie I get it. We're looking at it from, you know, the perspective of Liam Neeson. But when you look at it from the cops eyes, they think in Liam Neeson is like this guy who's blowing shit up. But the only thing I didn't like about it is when y'all came to his car, you can clearly see it was a bomb under his seat. So why are y'all still trying to act like he's the bad guy? I just... I didn't understand that. Yes, you would still have to take him into custody because he's a suspect. But, I mean, I didn't like how they was treating Liam Neeson's character. I mean, clearly you can see he was not the bad guy. And he was at home the morning. I think it was the morning when it was a bomb because it was already a bomb prior to this. So I really just didn't understand the attitude from, you know, the peoples. Like, I just... Like that part, I just I couldn't understand it. Will not understand it. Will not get that for the life of me. Okay, so yeah, I think for that, you know that it just it it brought the value down. And honestly, I'm gonna keep it so real. With the bad guy being Liam Neeson's like homeboy, it just it's just like oh, so you're a greedy pig. It didn't really have great ramifications. You know what I mean? Like when you watch Phone Booth, because this movie gave me a lot of Phone Booth vibes. Remember Phone Booth, that old 2002 film where he was stuck in a phone booth on the phone? This is why it gave me those vibes, because, you know, Liam Neeson was on the phone the whole time. But it kind of felt like that guy had a bigger stake at play. It kind of felt like, you know, he was just like, Okay, you've done a lot of messed up things. You're cheating on your wife. You, you're, you're messing people out of out of deals, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to give you a test of your own medicine. This, like, bro, that's your homie. He didn't do you wrong. So uh, I just, I hated that, and I hated the ending. I hated the ending, and not only did I hate the ending, the ending was so abrupt. So after they get the children out of the car, and uh, thank God we had to deal with these bratty children for fucking ever. So annoying, bro. And then when it's time to get out of the car, now the little boy loves his dad. I'm not going anywhere if you're not going that. Like, bro, stop being so difficult. The only thing I did say about the little, the, the, the teenage boy is he was like, he was going to walk to school. And then Liam Neeson made him get in the car. That's kind of crazy. You make a motherfucker get in the car, and then they get in the car, and it's a bomb. Like, oh. 
Funny thing about that, though, funny thing about it is there wasn't a bomb under the children's seat. So that was cool, which was kind of predictable. But, I mean, better safe than sorry, because with the guy, it was a bomb under both of their seats. It was a bomb under her seat and his seat, which is why when she tried to get out of the car, it blew up, killing three people. So I feel like the body count in this movie was about six, maybe seven. But, I mean, it was just pretty, it was pretty mid, not going to lie. Wife getting a divorce. Yo, why you lying? Talking about, oh, I want you to take the kids. So uh, I can go out with the homegirl, and then meanwhile, she in divorce court. You're in divorce court while your kids over here getting kidnapped, your husband. Like, bro, you see what you're doing? Nick? You're already starting to ruin the family. You know what I mean? So, yo, the wife, POS. Like, bro, y'all don't want a broke man, but then when a broke man out here working, you want to you wanna go divorce him. You want to cheat on him. You want to do crazy stuff. Like, bro, at least cheat in peace. At least cheat in private. So my man's can go to work, get that money on, you know, get that money on. So I just feel like for that, you know, brought the movie down a little bit. Also, the ending, I ain't gonna lie, the ending was horrible. So the ending, this is the ending. So finally, old man's getting a car. You hit his daughter. She has shrapnel like through her thigh. She's bleeding out. So Liam Neeson was like, bro, I'm not taking any orders from you anymore. You hurt my daughter. I don't care. I'm ready to kill you now. Old man's got in the car. Instantly, you could tell it was an old dude. You instantly know. He even had a mask on. But you know, you knew that was his homeboy. Get in the car, looking stupid, trying to tell you uh, his evil plan now. Trash. Trash. Mind you, they took all the doors off of the car. So you can see where this is going. So he started driving the car. Started going crazy. Liam Neeson, I mean, when I say he. Conveniently, which I like. I'm not mad at it. You know I love convenience sometimes in movies. He goes to the bridge. He do this crazy-ass driving. And the car tips over to the side, like on the side he's in, because he's in the passenger side. So it tips over on this side and, like, lands over a bridge, but doesn't fall into the car. So all he's able to do, he just takes the seatbelt off, falls out of the car, car blows up with the guy still in the back, dumb as hell. What? You know you put the bomb in the car. Why would you get in the car with a bomb in it? Stupid. El stupido. That shit was dumb as hell. And then the movie just, boom, fades to black, credits come on, the worst ending I've seen in a movie in a while. So for that, Retribution, 5 out of 10. I do not recommend you going to see that movie. Uh, wait for it on streamers. Honestly, you won't even have to go to see that. I'm not going to say it was Taken. A lot of people are saying it's like Taken. No Taken vibes, obviously, other than Liam Neeson. It wasn't like, oh, I got a special set of skills. Nothing like that. But still, I do not recommend going to see this movie. You can watch it at home. Okay? Give it 10 minutes. Five out of 10. Okay? We are moving on. So, now we have River Wild on the docket. 2023. Okay? Remake of the 1994 adventure thriller film. This film is about a group of white water rafters 
who becomes stranded in rappers after being targeted by a saboteur. The film stars Adam Brody, Leighton Meester, and Taryn Keelum, or Keelum. River Wild is directed by Ben Kitai, who co-wrote the script with Mike Nugan Lee. The film is rated PG, blah, 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 blah. The film is set in the Idaho woods, but was filmed in Eastern Europe. River Wild is available to watch on Netflix. Okay. Okay. So let's start the timer. Let's start the timer. So River Wild, 77% on the tomato meter, 36% on the audience score. Woo! Uh, you usually never see the audience score significantly lower than the uh, tomato meter, and it is significant. Where do I fall? I'm not going to lie, bro. I don't really remember the 1994 film so much. Again, I was three years old when this movie came out, but you got to remember, back in those days, a movie come out in 94 the movie has legs to about 96, 97, maybe not like, bro, it wasn't a lot. It was, a, it was movies coming out, but you didn't have access to so many movies like you have now. So I really remember Riverwild. It had a crazy case where you could like, you could slide it off. And it's like, a, it was like, I don't know. The, the case was crazy. I remember it. Yo, let me know in the comment section. If you remember the Riverwild uh, VHS cassette, case it was crazy okay um other than that this movie um i'll I'll probably say i'll lean towards the tomato meter uh again it was an adrenaline pumping this was a thriller and it had my adrenaline pumping um i could see why the audience score would be where it is because it just kind of I'm going to keep it so real. The movie just kind of happened. It was like, it was so awkward. So you can already tell from the beginning, stereotypical for sure, the guy with the face tattoos is the bad guy. You just, you could see it a mile away. It was so stereotypical. Like, yeah, you got a face tattoo. You make bad decisions in life. Let's make him the bad guy. Like, so stereotypical. Didn't like it. So that was one mishap i feel off the rip yo thanos going bye bye bro hands is sweating hard uh that was one thing i really thought was a little uh cheesy and then bro when i say the movie just kind of happened like it just happened so they're like at a campfire telling stories you know and he tell like oh girl she started talking about a doctor or some shit and this guy with the tattoos, face tattoos, instantly just sound like, yeah, he sounds like a piece of shit, probably hiding like a family or something. Like, just instantly shits on this girl dreams of being with a doctor or whatever, right? And then when I say out of nowhere, I mean out of nowhere. And I don't know if the original River Wild was like this, but because I, I kind of don't remember. I want to go back and watch it. Bro, the man's literally, like, they come back because everybody go in their respective tents or whatever. And when they come like back out, one of the girls, because it was like three girls there, she's on the floor like screaming like she's hurt. 
got hit, bust her head open or some shit. And then she's like, I fell, I fell, I fell in front of, you know, the guy with the face tattoos. And then when he goes to like get help or whatever he's about to do, she's like, he pushed me, he pushed me, he pushed me. Now I'm confused because this guy is very thin, very frail. It's about three women. It's like three, three women and another guy. And then just this guy. So I'm confused as to why they were so afraid of him. Cause if I'm like, if she's like, he pushed me instantly, all of these women should have been like, Hey, yo, why you push her? What's going on? Did you try to rape her? What was going on? Did she reject you? You got mad. What was the problem? What happened instantly? You're not riding with us. You're not nothing. I don't trust you. You staying here by yourself. So I could kind of see if you're an audience watcher and you're like, bro, this makes zero sense. They just jump right into this guy's bad guy art and it makes zero sense. We don't get any backstory. So finally, they give us a little backstory, right? And the guy and the big guy with the beard, um, the man's man, he's telling them like, yo, you know what I did for you, bro? You can't, you can't, you can't knock me out. You know what I did for you. I went to prison for you, bro. I did three and a half. That's a long time. I did three and a half while you out here living lavish. I'm not with that. Yo, exactly. Light up that exotic if you got it. Part that expensive so we can get offensive. All right. Uh, yeah, so that was trash. Like he's looking at him and he's like, yo, I got you. You my dog. You did do three and a half on me. But even still, it didn't seem like he was ready to die for the mans. And then they go and try to get help from the police. And instantly, Tattoo Face got already acting like he did something wrong. So I didn't like this part. And, um, yo, dudes is trying to fight the park ranger. Instead of the park ranger just pulling a blick out and shooting them, like, he pulled a blick out, and what they say, if you ain't going to use it, don't pull it. He pulled a blick out instantly, bro. And this is why they say it's always crazy when you see fat police officers. Police officer, he a park ranger. He fat, out of shape. He get the business by skinny tattoo, man. You know he was in there for three and a half. Bro, he was running, probably wasn't smoking nothing. He very well trained. Get the gun from him. Bow, shoot his dumb ass and take his clip. And I'm just like, golly. So now my man's killed a park ranger. He already done got this girl a concussion. Matter of fact, I think he cracked her skull. So she's bleeding from her brain. So they like, all right, man, he come back. He take all of them hostages now. We got the three women, which randomly, they got a black chick there with a British accent. Makes zero sense. Bro, you rarely see people in America with British accents. Like, come on. Like, get that shit up out of here. I don't understand why she was there. She totally just threw me off in the movie. If you can't learn American accent, honey, you need to practice. Go to the school of Tom Holland. Bro, I just did not understand that. Why she had a British accent in the middle of Idaho, okay? In the middle of Idaho. It didn't make any sense. Um, So a lot of the shit in this movie just didn't make sense. So now he's like, yo, take me to uh what's it called take me to canada 
they take him to Canada, white water rafting away. Meanwhile, a girl who cracked her skull open, she's just, she died. You know what I mean? They flipped her over in the boat, all this kind of crazy shit. She's dead, okay? So now, you know, because he do got the gun. He got him at gunpoint now. This is why I said y'all should have nipped that in the butt prior to this crazy situation. So now that this happens, um, they're trying to get a guy attention. Like she using her watch and she like doing all, you know how to do. She gets a guy attention on a bridge. He's like, hey, everything okay? And like, oh, it's our friend. She, you know, she, I don't know what excuse they had. This guy starts following them. And this is what would trip me out. I get it. You might not want to kill someone. But, bro, if I walk up on a campsite and I clearly see it's three people with rope tied around their hands, like locked up to, like, I don't know if it was a log or what the hell, but they was locked up to a tree. And I got something sharp. I'm walking up on dude. Three to the jugular. That's it. All right, and I'm cutting y'all free. Let's go. You don't walk up on someone with a gun with your back turned towards them. Oh, easily he got killed. Boom, killed his ass. Stupid. Now you're dead. That was dumb. So they keep trying to go. Doesn't work. And now finally, the big dude had enough. They get into it. They start scrapping. Now this I thought was cool because big dude was like, all right, bro, he got that gun up out of him. This is what really made me mad. And this is why I might, I might go a little lower on the score. The big dude get it to where, the, or actually the two women, they get set free. Instead of them hopping out the boat to help the big man fight, bro, it's, now it's three on one. Y'all go over there, stomp his dumb ass out. You know what I mean? That's it. He's done. Drown him in the water. That's it. They don't do that. They run away. Meanwhile, man who was in there for three and a half years, you already know he's in shape. Big man, he didn't get him. You thought he would have got him. He didn't get him. Man's got the blick. Bow. Shot big man. You know what I mean? They could have saved big man's life. Now, other girl, she done got down bad. She running from him. And now she in the fight for her life. But big man, he came back from, he came back, came back from the dead, man. Came back from a bullet wound and, yo, took his life and the other dude life. The other dude fell off a water cliff. Uh, or a waterfall. I said a water cliff. He fall off the waterfall. The other man's, he just splat on a rock. Shit was crazy. Uh-oh. Ten minutes is up. Shit was crazy. And it, it went wild. River wild. There you go. So, uh, yeah, she ended up being able to get free. And it was a cliche ending. I'm not going to lie. The other friend, the black chick with the British accent, ended up getting help. And it came back founder and it was the typical hollywood ending and i hated that um i really hated that so for that uh i think initially i said i was giving it an eight out of ten i'm gonna give it a seven out of ten now that i broke it down talked about it a little more seven out of ten because it just was too much stuff that was rushed didn't make sense but still very intriguing very engaging i might say so uh what i it's, at, it's on Netflix, so highly recommend. Go watch that. Watch that with your boo. And then uh, compare, contrast with the original River Wild from 94. Shout out Kevin Bacon, one of the goats, all right? So that's what I'm going to do. I will be watching River Wild, and then I'll give an update on that, all right? So this has been This is Cinema. We had three 
We did three 10-minute segments, three 10-minute reviews. I hope you guys enjoyed this. This will be released as clips on YouTube. And um, if you are listening on podcasts, uh, you can watch the video on Spotify or YouTube. This has been episode three of This Is Cinema. Having fun doing this, y'all. So uh, uh, we will be talking more stuff when it comes to uh, like certain TV shows. It's just honestly the TV shows eh, a little iffy this year. So uh, with that being said, I'll see you guys on the next one. The stream continues, though. The stream continues. Now we will be getting into the uh, the uh, trailers part of the episode. So make sure you guys stay tuned. It shows Kevin 27. We out. And I'll see you on the trailers part.